Fabcasters. This is our bar with the drive time. Today at work, I I talked to a, a dude who's who's older, um, and he's from the '80s, right? And we always joke around because I asked him if he broke, did some break dancing in the '80s, and he did. So we always go back and forth. We just have a good old time at work. We laugh every time we see each other. But today we had a little bit more serious conversation. I asked him how his how his marriage is doing because he recently celebrated an anniversary. So he says to me, and this is in front of everybody in the cubicle surrounding, it's like the office, right? I work in a, it's like a corporate setting. But he goes, man, it's perfect. I mean, I never fight with my wife. We never raise our voices at each other. We never, we never fight. We don't, even have, we don't even have elevated disagreements about things we disagree on. And I look at him and I go, dude, I, I totally believe you. I, and I believe it's possible. And I go, if Jesus Christ is in us and we've died to ourselves, then why would we ever get in a heated discussion? I mean, if we die, and this guy's a believer and he's, he's a man of God. And he's very dedicated to, uh, to where he does life with other people at his, at his church. Um, but I go, man, I, I, I've always been frustrated when someone tells me their marriage is perfect and I listen to pastors on online and talk about how much they love their wives. I always got frustrated at that because I always thought they were lying. But just recently, God has given me the perspective of, you know, these guys are telling the truth, right? Not everybody's telling the truth, but it is possible to never again fight in marriage. Like to, to never again get so heated or get bitter or start yelling at each other or start putting each other down in front of the kids or, or being frustrated with one another. And the only reason why marriage would be frustrating is if I had my eyes on myself. And if I wasn't getting something that I wanted or if I felt uncomfortable or if I felt embarrassed, but if I just do what the word tells me and I celebrate in the freedom that I have and I celebrate that the old man, the fleshly self is is dead and it's been crucified and whatever crucified dies then I don't need to feel any of that those, those emotions my, my ego never needs to get hurt but the ego is hurt and the, the ego is always drawing attention to itself as we read before in the self the freedom of self forgetfulness in that book by Tim Keller but I, I just simply tell that ego no I, actually I don't owe you anything I don't owe the flesh a thing so I, I never need to get mad. So we're in this conversation now and people are listening. They're probably thinking we're crazy. We're Jesus freaks. But I said, dude, I told my wife, I need nothing from you. I, and I really, I don't need anything from my wife. I, I, don't, I don't need her to do certain things at home. I don't need her to treat the kids a certain way. I don't. I've heard, I've heard many guys say, oh, I need my wife to get a job. I need her to be productive during the day. And I'm thinking, dude, that's so sad that you gave your wife dominion over your how you're feeling or what kind of day you're having. Like, seriously, you need her to do something in order for you to have joy? And, and then the Lord, at the whole, the, the whole time, the Lord's in the backseat saying, okay, well, I thought I was here to provide for your joy and give you fulfillment and be your peace but if you want to put your peace in that all right have at it and that's the wrath of God but you know 
you know what I'm talking about. I, I just, I enjoy conversations with people who are spirit-filled and Jesus-worshiping and Jesus-affirming and they're affirmed by Jesus because ah, it just gets really cool. The conversations get, they don't get weird. They just get, man, we're free. We don't need, we don't need anything from our wives. I got a couple guys in my life that we, we just, we reflect on these things. Uh, brought up Ben, I walked by his cubicle today and they were like, he had his Bible open on his desk. And I go, dude, isn't that amazing? I read the end of that thing. We're on the winning side. He starts laughing hysterically like, yeah, dude, that's right. And it's like, I can see every, everything um, that he's thinking about, like instantaneously got settled in that moment where he reflected on Jesus Christ reigning as he's always, uh, as he was supposed to do uh, originally before he got rejected by his own people. And in the end, he wins. We're on the winning side. So, hey, guess what? Nothing can get me down today. Man, never at a loss for, for what's going on in the world, what God is doing, the Michio day that God is active, alive and active in the world because every day, every day provides opportunities that get my eyes off of earthly things here and spin my eyes upward, heavenly things. Anyways, thought that was cool. All right, Fabcasters, this is Arbar signing off. Peace.